Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. And then we grow up as adults and have stories like, well, you can't really do what you love. Do you even know what you love? Do you know what the deepest aspect of the value you could bring to the world is? Most people don't. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from Clear and Open. What is an excuse, really? Making an excuse comes down to denying your role and an outcome. To deny that is to make excuses, to externalize the cause, ex causa. That's where it comes from. But we always have a choice as adults, and if we're refusing to acknowledge our choices, there's likely a choice we've made that we don't want to look at. That's where the opportunity to learn something about ourselves lies. That's where we're either curious or fused to our excuses. This episode was originally recorded as part of the Claiming Self-Authority course, available at courses.clearandopen.com. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship through Clear and Open because, well, because I want to help. Honestly, because I want to help. I see a world where people are using the same old tools that have the same dead ends that give them the sense that they're making progress but never really will deliver them to the final outcome. So the tools of clear and open are far less comfortable than other uh, paradigms and models, tools, but they do work. So I specialize in helping people who've been around the block of personal development and professional development and have tried the shortcuts and tried the things that promise to create change on the outside without having to change on the inside. And when people are done with that, that's when I want to talk with them. But I help people of all levels and in all places. If you're enjoying the show, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, you can open up the podcast app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating. I appreciate that. Tell your friends about Clear and Open if you're a fan. I know I have some listeners who have listened to every single episode thus far, and I salute you guys. Thank you very much for listening. Let's start the show. So that leads us to excuses. So I think, as I said last time, excuse comes from the Latin ex causa, which means outside cause. An excuse is the externalization of cause for something you had a contribution to. And if you were there and had anything to do with the thing that went quote-unquote wrong, you had a contribution. That's one of the basic rules of responsibility, the ability to respond. That is, uh, Landmark Education has this great line, responsibility is saying that you are cause in the matter. It's not the truth necessarily, but it's a powerful way to stand. I wouldn't use that, but it's pretty good. I would say responsibility is about being the ability to respond to your possible contribution to whatever is before you. 
to investigate, to be curious about that. Especially when it's really tempting to put it on someone else. So because our parents were not perfect, we all grow up as victims to some degree. As children, we are victims. Children are not a choice. Children are not a choice. So whatever happens to children, they are true victims. But by the time you're 18, probably even sooner, you are a choice. There's sort of a gradual, a graduation of choice. As you, you know, between 12 and 18 or something, you start to have more and more and more choice, even though it may not feel like it. But you are at choice. And adults, I assert, are always at choice. Adults don't have to do anything. And it's so easy to forget that because you can always kill yourself. So you don't have to do anything. You can always leave. And that's, to me, one of the most amazing things about human beings is that they have the ability to do that, appear to be the only animal on the planet that can do that. So you're always a choice because you can always just exit. So if you don't, you're not a victim. So when something goes awry, you had something to do with it. It may be not a choice you made in that moment or an hour before, but it could be that when, what went awry was a series of choices that you made over the last six months. So it could be that you've made a series of choices that have led to what happened. Curiosity, I would say, demands that we investigate that. And the reason this is so important is because, let me say it this way, when you find yourself externalizing a cause rather than making what I call an incuse, which is a word I may have made up, that's looking at the internal cause. When you externalize the cause, what it should say to you is that there's a hidden cause that some part of you doesn't want to see, to be seen. And if you investigate that, there's something there for you. In other words, the bigger the excuse, the greater the opportunity to learn something about yourself. Because we only make excuses when there's something being hidden. So you probably can think of a couple of examples in your own life where you made uh, sometimes something happens and you're not even moved to make an excuse. You're just like, oh crap, that was me. Sorry, this is what happened. I did this. In that case, there's nothing your unconscious is trying to hide. But then there are other cases where the issue might be the same sort of size or it might be bigger or whatever, and you're moved to make an excuse. And what you want to be in that moment is meta enough to go, oh, I'm making an excuse. That means there's something in me that a part of me doesn't want to look at. That's what you want to get excited about. That's an opportunity. Because when you externalize cause and don't look at your own contribution, that's a drain of power. You see? Because you actually are so powerful that you affected this situation. You had a cause, a causal element to it. So the excuse is actually saying, no, I don't have that power. 
on a deep level. It's saying, I don't want to be held accountable. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to feel shame. It's saying all those things too. But at the base of all of that, it's, I don't want to experience that I actually have cause here, have power. So the effect of that is if you don't investigate what's underneath the excuse, then that drain of your power remains intact. And that's how you get an unpowerful person. You all know someone who is a regular excuse maker, right? How powerful is that person? They're not. Because they've got all these drains, and most people have you know, a half a dozen or so go-to excuses. One of the most popular is, I don't have time in this day and age. I don't have time. When the person, as an adult, has the same amount of time as all of the other adults in the world, and every single thing they do in a day is their choice. Ta-da! Excuse destroyed. So it's not that you don't have time. It's that you're making choices that are causing overwhelm or poor prioritization or whatever. And then people sometimes will say, when you call them on it like that, they'll say, okay, uh, well, that, that's, that's not what I meant, or I didn't use the right words. Oh, no, you used the right words. That was an expression of your unconscious. You said exactly what you meant. What you meant was time is bigger than I am, and I'm powerless against it. That's what you meant. Oh, no, no, no. It's, uh, I, I just chose to prioritize differently. Well, did you actually consciously sit down and decide that this wasn't important because it was due yesterday? Did you tell me that you decided to change your priorities? You see, that's what you want to look for in yourself and if you manage or mentor other people in them. So then you want to investigate. The question really is, what's really going on? What's really going on? And this leads to an important principle that I don't often talk about, but is very much implicit in the clear and open paradigm. And that is that you are responsible for the contents of your unconscious. You are responsible, we are all responsible for the contents of our unconscious. Now, this is a really interesting principle because you can hear in Another one of the most popular excuses, for example, oh, but I didn't intend for that to happen. I'm sorry. I didn't intend for that to happen. Let's unpack that for a moment. What they're saying is, I didn't consciously choose or intend, I didn't think consciously to do that. Therefore, I ought not be held accountable for it. That's what that means. And yet, this is an excuse that you can hear every day in this world. I didn't intend to. Hey, just, you did this and this and this. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't intend to. I didn't intend to hurt you. I didn't intend to make you feel that way. I didn't intend to drop that ball. Uh, so? So anything that you do that's not intentional is somehow carte blanche okay? So as I say so often in our legal system, intentional murder is first degree. And accidental murder is manslaughter. There are still consequences. They're different. So when people say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't intend, I have to stop myself from saying, well, I'm so glad you're not a malicious sociopath and you intended to hurt me that way. But we're not done here. So when someone says, well, I didn't intend to do that, can you feel the externalization of cause? 
They're saying, well, I didn't intend to do that. It just sort of happened. So I don't have to actually investigate from whence it came. Because it came from somewhere. Where did it come from? The unconscious. If you did something and you didn't intend to do it, what do you think happened? There's some like puppet master moving you around. It's your unconscious. Your unconscious made you do that. So now what? Are you responsible for that or not? You see, that's the fork in the road that most people will take the easy path on. And psychology being just about 120 years old, prior to that, there wasn't really much of a concept of the unconscious. And the idea of the unconscious as something we're responsible for in daily life is still catching on. It's not in the collective conscious, you could say, that you're responsible for that. So what do we do then? What do we do when we see a gap between our actions and our intentions is another way of framing this. I intended to be on time and it didn't happen. I intended to be on time and it didn't happen. Oh, well, I was busy. Oh, well, there was traffic. Oh, I didn't expect blah, blah, blah. What really is going on? What actually was underneath? You see, so when there's a gap between the outcome and your intention or the action and your intention, depending, that's where you have a choice. Do you take the time and energy to really get curious and investigate where it came from in your unconscious? Or do you excuse it and miss the opportunity to reclaim your own power? Because there's an immense amount of power in your unconscious. It is you. It's territory in you you're not aware of. So it's sort of like owning 100 acres of land, but you only know about one of them. And then you wonder why you, know, you can't grow enough corn to feed your family. If only we had 99 more acres, you say, but you're just not aware that it's there. And that unconscious literally contains aspects of your power because it contracts in our childhoods it contracts aspects of us in order to make safe pieces of us that couldn't be seen and felt by our parents. So it's not an exaggeration to say that usually, I might even say almost always, usually your greatest gifts are hidden from you to the degree your parents couldn't see them. Powers that you have, gifts, talents, abilities, because parts of you are still playing victim so that your parents couldn't see them, so they hide them away so as not to ever experience that collision again. And then we grow up as adults and have stories like, well, you can't really do what you love. Do you even know what you love? Do you know what the deepest aspect of the value you could bring to the world is? Most people don't. So isn't the story the excuse that you can't really do what you love, powerful then, because then you don't have to find what it is that you really would want to do. That is your passion path, the essence of you. And you don't have to risk sticking your neck out there and being it again, because the last time you tried that, you got slammed by your parents and invalidated. You see? Same with relationships. You know, you, uh, relationships are compromised. You can't have everything that you want in a partner. And while that's certainly true because we have idealized fantasies and all that and images and mental stuff, you can't have everything that you want in a partner. 
You can have a lot, but how many people have every have a significant amount such that let's put some qualities around this get so much out of a partner that you're occasionally overwhelmed by how good it is, by how much you love them. But to to have that, you've got to look at all of the aspects in you that are hidden because you probably want in them things that are also in you, but you haven't discovered yet. You want them to be soulful or intelligent or deeply caring. Are you that all the way that you could be? Have you found those 99 acres in your unconscious? Because anytime you make an excuse, you're at that fork in the road where you can go digging for a lost aspect of you that is hiding. Or you can keep siphoning off your power. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com review and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.